Wake up, America, before it's too late. The Steve Day Show. And greetings. Happy Wednesday. Welcome to the Steve Day Show here live and on demand on Blaze TV radio and podcast. I'm Steve Dace. He's Totters and he's Aaron McIntyre. You are you. Coming up on today's program, the weekly prophet of woe and lamentation. Daniel Horowitz will join us at the bottom of our number two. At the bottom of our number one, you'll take over the show for a good solid hour of real time as we get into buy, sell, or hold. So that coming your way and more. A couple of quick housekeeping items I want to let you all know about. Um, there is still time. Uh, books started shipping now, I believe, or no, Friday. They start shipping Friday. Uh, if you want a signed copy of Why Thanksgiving, we have a limited supply of these left. If you want to make sure you get one for your family, it's the first in a trilogy of books I'm doing on America's Christian heritage, Why Easter will be out next spring. And then that, that'll be followed uh, by Why Independence Day for the, America's 250th uh, birthday in uh, 2026. Uh, but if you want to get the very first one, uh, why Thanksgiving? Uh, the pilgrims started Thanksgiving for the same reason they came to America, because they loved God. You can get a special signed copy today at whythanksgiving.com. Still time to, if you order it this week, to make sure that you get it in before the holiday at whythanksgiving.com. Also, some big news this week. I know a lot of you have been uh, interested in this, but... Um, the final paperwork has been signed and work for and on the sequel series to the nefarious movie is underway. That's a yell. Uh, we are underway with the, uh, the early, in fact, we're working out to um, believe entertainment has moved from Hollywood to the DFW area. Uh, they decided they wanted to go ahead and be free. Uh, and so they left California and they've relocated to, to, to the DFW. So we're actually going over when I'm going to be going down to uh, begin the formal storyboarding process like we did with the original film uh, back in 2020. So work can officially, the, the actor's strike is over now. All the various strikes in Hollywood are over. Honestly, if I wasn't making a production, I'd, might root for those things to go on a little bit longer. <laughs> All right. Uh, but now that my now that my self-interests are being impacted, thank goodness it's done. Okay. Uh, so with the various strikes now completed, the paperwork, all I's dotted, T's crossed, we are ready to get underway on the work for this. We're gonna we're gonna do a sequel series to the nefarious film, and it will be a series, not a movie. Uh, it'll be an episodic series, and so. Work is officially underway. It has begun. So we'll see what unique ways. Um, Can you spoil the, enemy... the story for us now? <laughs> we'll see what unique ways the enemy will try to kill us all this time. You know, would we have nine car accidents, I believe, amongst our group uh, for the last production? And I had two different, uh, you know, near-death experiences in the hospital earlier this year. So you know me, man. I just, um, I, I mean... Why do we fall down, Bruce, so we can get back up? I'm just, you know, I'm not, I, get, I am not getting punked out. So I'll just, I'll keep coming back for more. Is there any relevant window on all of this? Well, like what, what's the next big marker of 
or when when does this thing get released at the latest or anything like I that? I mean, we've got a. I mean, every we're starting from scratch now with an episodic series. Uh, we're gonna so platform it'll be distributed with. Um, uh, I mean, casting everything will be. I mean, we've already we already announced in August when the DVD came out that uh, both Jordan Belfi and Sean Patrick Flannery will return. All right, so that's already done. But there's some other casting stuff we're working on that we think people would be very excited to know about, but we're not ready to... We can't. We haven't finalized that yet and can't discuss that yet. But uh, Sean and Jordan coming back together um, with a story that picks up basically right after where the movie left off. And a lot of you are going to be like, well, how are you going to do that when uh, when Edward gets executed at the end of the film? Well, we've that part we've actually already figured out and I think it's pretty freaking dope, man, how we're going to pull that off. I told you guys that, didn't I? Nope. I didn't tell you guys that? Nope. Okay. I may or may not have um, eavesdropped on a conversation I wasn't supposed to hear yeah, when I you know, were in I, Dallas. I, I, I know you like doing that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just sit over there on the other side of the room, <laughs> making it look like you're doing something on your nine screens, yeah. and then like the next day you recite to me everything I just <laughs> was discussing. Job okay. security, baby. Hey, can I give you my take on that? I had no idea you were even listening. It'd be right. a shame if anybody got <laughs> yes. word. Yes. Nice. I, I, dude, I hate the game, not the player. I respect that. I respect that hustle. I like it. I right? would just say, from the thing that I wasn't supposed to hear, everything you just said is accurate. There are some really exciting things. Yeah, I, I think it'll be very cool when you guys find out how we're going to pull that off. I don't even know if Sean knows yet. I don't know how much they've told Sean. I'm not... I mean, it's been about a month or two since him and I've had a chance to speak. So, but, um, we're very excited. We're looking forward to it, you know, and, uh, we're off again. So we'll see what, uh, what the torture porn, the enemy, uh, puts us through for round two here, but, uh, we're all coming back for more because we just, we, we think that, that I mean, we're very, all very proud of the original film. You can still get the DVD on Amazon and everywhere in America right now if you want. Uh, it's on all the, the, the VOD platforms, uh, Vudu, uh, Amazon, Apple, et cetera, still. You know, I still get emails from people that are seeing it for the first time or church groups that are doing it for the first time. We have the nefarious Bible study out uh, that uh, debuted uh, um, just a couple weeks ago. And we have sold, I mean, literally thousands of copies of that in just three weeks. So that's available at Amazon.com if you want to do the nefarious Bible study. And uh, we're going to roll more out about that after the first of the year, too. So be on the lookout where that's concerned. So the nefarious universe is uh, is expanding. And uh, that means we'll be target practice for the bowels of hell yet again. So looking forward to that, of course. You're very I, quiet. No, I'm just I'm trying. I'm confident it will not be the... Uh... What's the Marvel she she verse? What are we MCU? Call? Yeah, I'm, I'm concerned will, you're not will. really dwelling heavily on how many female leads, strong it, female it, leads you have, or it, anything it, like that. It will not be the MCU. In fact, I've, I don't know that I've ever said this publicly, but in our very first storyboard meeting, we were when we were discussing some of the films from the '90s that we really admired, some of those kind of suspense thrillers that we wanted to model, and Silence of the Lambs was one of our big uh, inspirations because. It's funny when you watch that movie now, the killer is not Hannibal Lecter. It's mm -hmm. Buffalo Bill, who's a tranny. But yeah. nobody remembers that. 
Okay. All anybody remembers about that film, which is the last horror film to win Best Picture, all anybody remembers about it is the interactions between Clarice and Hannibal Lecter, right? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we were kind of like, well, let's just make a whole, what if we made a whole movie? If that's, if those are the scenes that everybody remembers out of a film that won Best Picture, let's just make a whole movie like that, which by the way, is an inexpensive way to do a movie on the same, at the exact same time. Okay. Um, and so f- at first we actually toyed with the idea of modeling it exactly and having it be a female lead a female psychiatrist in there with nefarious and then this is funny because this was this is june of 2020 so i mean we haven't even gone full mcu we haven't even gone full she stood alone is every single movie in america now and we all looked at each other and we were like damn we're just sick and tired of you know uh the 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 the, the, the about you know the strong woman and the weak man were just and we all that was in june of t- 2020 so that idea got kicked to the curb in about five minutes of conversations but we actually did have that conversation at some point in time and then we we're all like nah we're gonna we're gonna cut ourselves open if we not if we go out and now make a movie okay where the guys are weak and the women carry the water the entire film we're out so we, we punted on that idea and made the movie that you guys saw instead of course if it's that chick like yesterday's overtime we spoke at liberty university cast her just have her in there just raining truth <laughs> Let's go that direction. That's true. And if you did not catch that overtime yesterday, you definitely want to do that at blazetv.com slash days. You also want to catch the movie The Blind from our colleague Phil Robertson. It's his life story. It's the first theatrical grade film that we've ever offered uh, to our customers here at The Blaze. If you want to be able to watch it tonight for movie night, uh, it's just $19.99 at blazetv.com slash the blind. You don't have to give your money to Amazon or Apple if you don't want to because they hate you. You can give it to us instead. All right. $19.99 to watch. And it's a fantastic film. It's very well done. You guys will recall uh, that uh, the, the team over there gave me a screener of it before it came out a couple of months ago. I got a chance to see it and uh, I was very positive about it. My wife and I loved the film now it's raw it's not profane but it's raw i mean you're gonna you're gonna get a pretty vivid portrait of the man phil robertson was uh before jesus walked in okay and so know that going in all right this is not a hallmark card but that's also why it's a very effective uh, piece of uh of storytelling and evangelism it's just a really well done story uh the you go to blaze tv.com slash the blind that's visit uh, blaze tv.com slash the blind all right let's get to it here's aaron's rundown of what happened while we were away what happened while we were away brought to you by spontaneous human combustion is real and it's spectacular. That seems to be what's happening to Nikki Haley, who has somehow managed to unite the entire right wingosphere after these comments on Fox News yesterday about what she would do with social media if she were president. When I get into office, the first thing we have to do, social media accounts, social media companies, they have to show America their algorithms. Let us see why they're pushing what they're pushing. The second thing is every Every person on social media should be verified by their name. That's, first of all, it's a national security threat. When you do that, all of a sudden people have to stand by what they say and it gets rid of the Russian bots, the Iranian bots and the Chinese bots. And then you're going to get some civility when people know their name is next to what they say. Accountability. And they know their pastor and their family member is going to see it. It's going to help our kids. Haley then doubled down telling the Ruthless podcast. They need to verify every single person on their outlet because and I want it by name. 
Because when what about you, smug? Does he does he qualify? I, I've provided them with my government. If, if, <laughs> if smug is on your driver's license, then and look, you can put smug in parentheses. But I want everybody's name. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis responded to Haley on Twitter, saying, "Quote: You know who were anonymous writers back in the day? Alexander Hamilton, John Jay, and James Madison when they wrote the Federalist Papers. They were not national security threats, nor are the many conservative Americans across the country who exercise their constitutional right." to voice their opinions without fear of being harassed or canceled by the school they go to or the company they work for. Haley's proposal to ban anonymous speech online, similar to what China recently did, is dangerous and unconstitutional. It'll be dead on arrival in my administration. As if all that weren't bad enough, Haley was in New Hampshire recently talking about immigration. When it comes to legal immigration, it's a broken system. It shouldn't take someone 10 years to become a citizen. So... <clears throat> But what we need to do is reform it. So for too long, Republican and Democrat presidents dealt with immigration based on a quota. We'll take X number this year. We'll take X number next year. The debate is on the number. It's the wrong way to look at it. We need to do it based on merit. We need to go to our industries and say, what do you need that you don't have? So think agriculture, think tourism, think tech. We want the talent that's going to make us better. Then you bring people in that can fill those needs. Additionally, DeSantis was on the Tara show yesterday and smacked Haley's response after the death of George Floyd. She will kowtow to elite opinion, the media, and, and big corporations. That is how she falls down. You can pretty much set your clock to it. She has never fought any big fight on our behalf as conservatives um, and won any big fight. Anytime the guns come out, anytime the left does, she cuts and runs. You know, I remember when um, the George Floyd riots were happening, I called out the National Guard. I said, I'm standing with police. She was tweeting that it needed to be personal and painful for every single person. And I'm thinking to myself, why does that need to be personal and painful for you or me? We had nothing to do with it. It just shows an example of her adopting uh, this left-wing mindset and accepting the narrative. We need leaders who are going to fight the narrative. We need leaders who are going to fight back against the left and beat the left. And I'm the only one running that has a firm track record of defeating the Democrats and defeating the left on all these issues. In other news, the U.S. House of Representatives passed a stopgap funding measure to avert a government shutdown yesterday. Both Mitch McConnell and Chuck Schumer indicated they support the bill. The spending bill continues to spend at Nancy Pelosi levels, but it does so with a biblical worldview or something. And finally, this. Uh, Grandpa! Huh? I think it's time that we had um, kind of a difficult conversation with you. You know how much we love you, right? Right. And I love you too. <laughs> and we only want what's best for you. Mm -hmm. it's, it's becoming more and more clear to us that we can't take care of you the way that you need to be taken care of. Why are you talking like that? I'm fine. You're getting older. You get confused. You forget where you are. You fall down. You need to go someplace where they can take care of you. Where people your age go. I think it's time for you to run for U.S. Senate. No! How can you do this to me? I still have a lot of good years left. And that's what happened while we were away. Uh, see I've that coming a hundred miles away. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I've not seen that one, but yeah, it, I could just see the setup coming. Yes. Run for Senate. Run for Congress. Yes. Aaron's Montage brought to you by our friends over at Bonner Private Wines. 
We got a special treat for you, a wine so rare that it sells out practically every time they offer it. It's Bonner Private Wines, Sunai Illogico Malbec. It's an imported gem from uh, deep in the remote Kalaki Valley in Argentina. That's uh, a vineyard at about 9,000 feet of altitude, making it the third highest vineyard in the world. What's that mean? means that this wine comes highly rated at 91 points and there's no fining or filtration, so it's preserved with its natural taste. It also boasts a staggering 10 times more resveratrol, and you want to look up why that's a positive for you. Bonner Private Wines is the sole importer of this amazing Malbec, and if you want to get a bottle of this exclusive wine, you can do so by visiting bonnerprivatewines.com slash Steve and become a member of the Bonner Private Wine Partnership. That's BonnerPrivateWines.com slash Steve. You'll not only get this, but other wines for over 50% off and free shipping when you do at BonnerPrivateWines.com slash Steve, B-O-N-N-E-R. All right. In response to Aaron's montage, um, I I just want to say two things and then I'll let you guys react. Let's take these one at a time. Um, There was no point in removing Kevin McCarthy. If we were going to get this result, in fact, no, I want to say three things, two of them about this. If we were going to get this result, we should have listened to Chip Roy and let Kevin McCarthy play out the string, and then you could have blamed it on him. This was Chip's plan, by the way. He's got 42 more days until the, the budget fight. He was on this show at the time talking about this when, the, when this was all being threatened by Gates uh, for his gubernatorial run. Ah, to save America. Okay. And so he was on here saying if, if 42 days until the budget deadline. Let's just play it out. And then if he doesn't deliver, we run him. Well, now what happened is you embarrassed yourself with two weeks where you couldn't get anybody elected. So you look like fools publicly. Then you elect somebody who just gives you, frankly, a more incendiary version of Kevin McCarthy. I'll say this is a Christian. If this is who Mike Johnson is, we are better off as Christians with Kevin McCarthy in charge. We are telling America that this is a biblical worldview. It's not. In fact, I'm so concerned about this. I'm going to do something tomorrow I've actually never done on the show. We're going to do our Theology Thursday is going to be about a biblical worldview tomorrow. What, What it actually is what it isn't, what it means, what it doesn't. But if this is, if we're selling Jesus as we fund every wicked scheme of this administration, then I'd rather tag the pagans with that. Give, give the soulless technocrat that branding. Why, why do I want Team Jesus to have that branding? Can you explain that to me? We're, we were, we are, if, this is, if this is how this was going to turn out, now knowing what you know now, when Matt Gates stood up to do the motion to vacate, knowing how this was going to turn out, was there any point to it, knowing what we know now? Any point whatsoever? It would appear not. Any point, Aaron, whatsoever to any of this? <laughs> no. Oh. If anything, we could, have, we could have handed this hefty bag of baggage and foisted it on Kevin McCarthy and buried him in the dirt and finished him off politically. That would have been the smarter play. What Chip actually recommended would have been the smarter play. Instead, you brought a guy in with all this goodwill... And so he, could, he had no pressure to not sell you out, and Mike Johnson did. He sold you out, sold out America. No other way to, there's no other way to put that. I don't care how many lawsuits he won at ADF. I don't care how many Bible verses he knows. I don't care how good he is talking to his son about watching porn. He sold out America, period. Sold us out. 
Enough with the guys who are personally pious and no good in a fight. Enough. This is a war. We need generals, not chaplains. Generals. Killers. People who understand. Joshua's, not Aaron's. People who understand what to do in this theater. And this individual does not. And he's no different than his predecessors. He just doesn't chain smoke like Boehner. He doesn't crossfit like Paul. And he knows more Bible verses than Kevin. We got the same thing. We were better off following Chip's advice, playing it out with McCarthy, using maximum leverage on him. And then if he cut a deal like this, then you run him and you start the process all over again. But no, 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 no. Matt Gates has got to run for governor. Matt Gates has appearances on a bunch of fantasy rotisserie right wing social media where outrage is enough. Emotion is enough. And results don't matter. It doesn't matter if it's a PSYOP. Just give me the talking point that I want. BS. And he sold us out. Number two. There really is only one ultimate weapon that Congress has constitutionally as a, as a means of leverage. And that is the budget and appropriations process. And so... As long as Republicans are not willing to use it, which would require the threat and even the follow through of a government shutdown, as long as Republicans are not willing to use it because of something that happened in 1995, in 1995, unfortunately, most of the Republicans we keep voting for have been there that long or longer. So 1995 was 10 minutes ago to them. Hence the parody Aaron just played. So because the government shutdown of 1995 didn't work, oh, by the way, it killed the Republican Party so much that Republicans retained control of Congress as Bob Dole was getting annihilated by Bill Clinton. So that obviously was a massive loser for Team GOP. That was the very next election. But that's the that's the mythology. That's the legend in D.C. amongst the Republicans. So it, when you when you start a war saying, I need you to know up front, I'm going to beat my sword into a plowshare. Anybody know how that you guys tell me how's that war going to go every single time? Going to win any of those? Probably not. Gonna, when, you, when you go in, when you sh- when you when you when you show your opponent, you've got do seven offsuit. Going to win the hand? Probably not. No. But this is what this party has been doing for almost 30 years, since 1995. Aaron, what were you doing in 1995? Uh, Goo goo, gaga, and I quote. Yes. What was your favorite flavor of paste? Uh, I, I, I ate the non-leaded uh, wall paint. Good. That's good. Because there was still a lot of debate about whether the leaded stuff was okay back in the 90s, yeah. the early, the mid-90s. So that's good. Uh, by the way, you're married now with a career. Yeah. And uh, you own a home and have a kid with another on the way. Mm-hmm. That's how long ago this talking point was established. So if this is the case, there really is no point to GOP control of the House. At least not when Republicans are out of control in in, in the White House. Meaning that if you're voting for Republican control of the House as a wedge against a Democrat in the White House, it's a pointless exercise. 
It, you just you voted for nothing. You got you'll get nothing. You're, nothing happened. Nothing happened for John Boehner. Um, oh, by the way, I guess it doesn't really even work when you vote for him when there is a Republican in the White House, because it was 52 times that they voted when Obama was in the White House to repeal Obamacare. Correct. And then what did they end up doing when when uh, the Republican named Donald Trump came into the White House? Did we get a full the full repeal and replace of Obamacare? Did we, we get did that? Not. We did not. So there's just no point to it. I mean, if you if it makes you feel good. If you're happy about it, if you if you're if you think your particular guy is a good dude, cool. Just understand, nothing will matter. I mean, it, it's a scratch and sniff sticker. Yeah. I mean, that's that's essentially what your vote is. And I and pick a good smell. That would be that would be my advice. You're not finding peace when Mike when Gates says, "Well, you know, he's new here. He gets a mulligan." Honestly, that's his quote. <laughs> I hope the clicks three were weeks, good. Three weeks ago, storm the Bastille. Now, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, uh, I'm all again. Yeah, yeah. What, whatever. Which brings me to Nikki Haley yesterday. There was never a Nikki Haley surge. There was never going to be a Nikki Haley surge. And there has never been a Nikki Haley surge. A lot of times when you are told a candidate is surging, it is simply because no one has paid attention to, to them yet and they haven't been vetted. And it's really just voters looking around. If you've lived in Iowa, you know that until recently, Ron DeSantis was getting dramatically outspent on television. Now you're seeing a lot of Ron DeSantis ads now, but was that the case all summer long and throughout much of the fall? No. Tim Scott and Nikki Haley were running ads on every single football game, you know, local broadcast you could imagine. This went on for months. All right. And so here's, here's how this works. Most of the people that are going to vote in this process aren't like you and I. They are not paying attention to this full-time. They're not engaged full-time. In fact, they're sick of this process because of a lot of the things that I just said. And then you have to throw in how many people think if they do take part in the process, their vote's even going to count at all because that's another new reason to just give up, okay? So essentially you're aligned with people who either won't, you're, you're trying to oppose people who don't want to count your vote. And then you're aligned with people who go out of their way to make sure your vote doesn't actually count. <laughs> so that's, that's where we are. We, we don't really have a lot of agency. And so you're a casual observer, like most of the people that are going to vote in this are. And if you want Trump to be the nominee, you're already with Trump. You're not like reconsidering. I mean, he's nothing's changed. So you're already there, which means if you're in the camp that doesn't want Trump to be the nominee, you're just casually watching. You're watching the Hawkeye game this weekend. You see seven Nikki Haley ads and you're like, Oh, okay. Well, you know, that sounds okay. But you haven't really started to pay attention and no one's actually vetted this person. And that's what's going on now. What did Matt Walsh call her? George W. Bush in a pantsuit. His line about she'd be a perfect Republican candidate if this were the 2004 election is, is just cash money. Yes. So there's a lot of things people don't know. I mean, Nick, Nikki Haley's not running ads in Iowa that say dox everyone and bomb everyone else. I mean, that's not those aren't her ads. OK, just like the crazy lesbian Unitarian cat ladies aren't putting on their website. If you come here, we're probably going to sacrifice goats and. Uh, and convince you that you're stardust. They don't put that on their websites, guys. Okay? They put, like, the Westminster Confession on their websites, and then once you walk in, then they sell you on the stardust. So there was no surge. It's just people hadn't gotten around to vetting her yet. 
People got around to, they finally got it. There was a Vivek surge. People got around to vetting him. They're like, nah. There was a Tim Scott surge. People got around to vetting him. They're like, nah. There was a Nikki Haley surge. Now people are getting around to vetting her. And they're, and they're going to be, nah. This has always been a two-person race. It's only ever been a two-person race. And we're just actually working through the, the, the process of how to get to that now. People are actually beginning to get engaged and pay attention. Your thoughts? I'm, I'm always amazed at situations like the one Nikki Haley put herself, and then she doubled down. Like, it, who are you surrounding yourself with that... You, you throw this idea out in a room and none of your people said, hey, I'm I'm sick of a nano troll bot as much as you are, but there, there is a constitution and we're not China. Like, did the conversation come up? Well, she's because a corporatist Republicans and, and corporatists want us to be more like China. Because it either didn't, and that's bad, or it did, and she just rejected it out of hand. I don't, like... Wow. I don't think she understands this issue, like, at all. I think she's kind of ignorant to... Now, now she's on CNBC this morning talking about how, well, we don't want Chinese and Russians to be anonymous, but we, it's okay for Americans to be anonymous. That's, that's not how this works. There's something called, like, VPNs, yeah. yes. which you can mask and yeah. kind of hide where your location is. You mean and the Russians aren't going to just come right out and say, we're Russians, guys? Yeah. Aaron, uh, we have a great filter of experts in every institution who will make sure this runs perfectly. Oh, yes, yes. We have ample evidence that this could just be flawlessly done. It's just, it's it's mind-numbingly stupid. Um, and she doesn't understand, I don't think, this issue whatsoever. Not to mention it's unconstitutional. Well, there's that. I mean, minor quibble. Buy, sell, or hold is next. Our friends at Jace Medical are now even concerned about broader supply chain issues that we have right now. We've got critical shortages of essential drugs here in the U.S. that can cause severe disruptions in, in your treatments uh, that could result in delays, maybe even rationing of uh, the medicines that you need, including the most vital ones. That's why they are now taking the Jace case to the next level. They want you to be able to customize it um, just in case. Um, yours might be the next medications that uh, are suddenly deemed too dangerous during a so-called emergency or are caught in the supply chain issues because we thought it was a great idea to have China manufacture about 85% of our antibiotics. So you can customize your Jace case. And yes, ivermectin can also be included in the Jace case as well. All right. So just go to jacemedical.com. J-A-S-E. J-A-S-E is how they spell it at jacemedical.com. Use my last name, Dace, as your discount code at checkout. Discount code Dace uh, at J-A-S-E, jacemedical.com, discount code Dace. So we actually have breaking news just since we went on the air here uh, that uh, 
um, clarifies one of the situations we were just describing. This is from the Washington Examiner. House conservatives have just tanked progress on GOP's spending plans in an act of retribution towards Speaker Mike Johnson after lawmakers advanced a clean continuing resolution under suspended rules the day before. Advancement of the commerce, justice, and science appropriations bills were halted after 19 Republicans voted with Democrats to oppose the rule, a procedural motion to begin consideration of the legislation, leaving the House unable to consider the must-pass appropriations bill as a vote on an Iranian sanction legislation. This failed vote dealt a blow to Johnson's initial plan to advance at least two appropriations bills this week, prompting the Speaker to cancel votes for the rest of the week and send lawmakers home until Thanksgiving. Leading the charge was Congressman Chip Roy. I'll say that again. I'm just citing the Washington Examiner here. Leading the charge was Congressman Chip Roy who was upset after Johnson's decision to pass a stopgap funding measure with no spending cuts or conservative policy writers attached. Let me repeat this. No spending cuts or conservative policy writers attached. You got nothing. Absolutely nothing. That's why the Democrats all signed on right away. Johnson was seen talking to Roy and several other conservatives on the floor ahead of the vote, such as Representative Tim Burchett in Tennessee, Lauren Boebert in Colorado, and Ralph Norman in South Carolina, who also joined Roy in voting against the rule. Roy and other conservatives previously voted, avowed to vote against the rule on the continuing resolution earlier this week. But those plans were scrapped after Johnson brought the spending package to the floor under suspension, allowing him. So I want to make I'm, I'm, I'm pointing this out because I know what some of you are going to do. Some of you are going to put in my email inbox. But this is for a dimension of chess. And Speaker Johnson's actually pleased that this happened. Roy and other conservatives previously vowed to vote against the rule on the continuing resolution earlier this week, but those plans were scrapped after Johnson brought the spending package to the floor under suspension, which allowed him to skate around the procedural motion with the requirement of a two-thirds vote to pass. Meaning he put his thumb on the scale and manipulated the rules to get the outcome that he wanted, which was this sellout of America. That's what it is. Where's that in the Bible at? To Trump, four versus 13. Yeah, where's the sellout to America? You guys know that? Sell out your country. Give give wicked people whatever they want. Go further into debt. Don't stand for what you believe in at all. I'll give you a Bible verse. In fact, let me look at a bone to make sure I want to... Revelation, cowards. Uh, These are the words of Christ. Revelation 21, 18, I'm sorry, 21, 8. But as for the cowardly, the faithless, the detestable, as for murderers, the sexually immoral, sorcerers, idolaters, and all liars, their portion will be in the lake that burns with fire and sulfur, which is the second death. Cowards are actually listed first there. It's always kind of stuck out to me. That's in the Bible. Selling out your country is not.
handing people that are completely lawless and driven by demonic forces a blank check to do whatever they want to the people. Not in the scriptures, guys. That's not affirmed anywhere in any biblical worldview that I am associated with or have ever studied unto myself. What about you guys? I know you guys got a few extra books there in the, on the Catholic side, Todd, or um, giving the wicked everything they want. Is that is that maybe in those books that on the Protestant side we consider to be is, okay but not canon? It's not in the Book of Wisdom. That's no. not in the Book of Wisdom? No. 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 The crucial part in what you're talking about is, you know, it's, it isn't my country, right or wrong. If you live in a garbage heap of a country, you know, it's one thing, but we're, we're going that way. Look, again, this is not, we were arguing, Steve, your point about arguing is uh, what happened in 1995. We made principal arguments why it was still a good idea then, but and we were clearly slouching towards Gomorrah. But this is Gomorrah now. Yeah. And you still can't find the resolve. Mike Mike Johnson will never have more political capital than he has right now. He's brand new. This is why I've got Isaiah and, 1 and, you again. Where would you yet be struck? And yet, but I'm, I'm sure he prayed about it. He feels real good about where he's at right now. The failed vote on the appropriations bill deals a blow to Johnson's initial plans to get all 12 of the must-pass spending bills through the lower chambers before lawmakers adjourn for the Thanksgiving holiday, teeing up a busy agenda for when they return. God, I know. How will I sleep? I mean, they're they're breaking for Thanksgiving today. They're going to get a two-week... Is Thanksgiving tomorrow? No, they get a two-week Thanksgiving break, and then they may have to work, guys, when they come back. By golly. He's just Mike Pence, isn't he? And the Washington the Washington Examiner points out that Mike Johnson attempted to do exactly what got Kevin McCarthy removed from the speakership. Exactly. Suspension of the rules, <sighs> pass this stuff anyway. It's the exact same thing. The exact same thing. But man, I, I hope I hope when you all gave a microphone to Matt Gates and gave him a helmet sticker and told him what a hero he was, how he, how he was Joan of Arc, and he did all your shows, man. And, and and I hope I hope all those clicks were good. And man, I, I hope all the ratios were positive. I hope you got everything out of it, because what we got actually got out of it. You know, I, I don't know how many more times we have to get our asses kicked before results matter around here, before winning matters around here. Oh. Let me, I'll give you a biblical worldview. By your fruit, by their fruit, you will know them. Do not be a hearer of the word, but a doer of the word. Why do you call me Lord if you do not do what I say? My sheep hear my voice. Those are some, th- those are some things that are very important in a biblical worldview. Be holy as I am holy. Follow me as I follow Christ. Notice the, a lot of action verbs there. Go ye into all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them the the commands I have given you, discipling them as I discipled you. Notice all the action words there, not just theoretical statements or epistemological treatises. Actions. Actions. So, Breaking since your montage aired, Aaron, this deal, at least for now, is off. Because the chip Roy y'all didn't listen to 
because you had to get that instant dopamine hit, man, and Gates was going to give it to you. Going to give you that instant talking point, that instant emotional jolt, that instant audience reaction. Meanwhile, the guy that's been in the muck and the mire the entire time is trying to tell us this ain't going to work, man. Not gonna ha- not, it's not going to work. Who ended up being right about this? Chip? Chip was. Cuck. That's what, that's what... Winning's for cucks. Results is for cucks. I just want talking points. I just want to vent. I just want people to say, I, I just want people to say crazy things even if they themselves don't believe them and nothing in, their, nothing in their record up until the moment they opened their mouth and said them indicates that they're any, they embody these points whatsoever. It doesn't matter. Just give me a talking point. Winning doesn't matter. Results don't matter. Facts don't matter. Truth doesn't matter. First call into the Steve Day Show. Steve, I don't understand why we keep losing everything. Plans are for cucks. Results are for cucks. Wins are for cucks. I just want disruption for the sake of disruption. Let me tell you what is really disruption. I win and you lose is the most disrupting thing. Do you know what a more disrupting thing than winning? What is more disrupting than winning? It'd be a start. Does anything disrupt other than winning? You can, you can say certain times, certain speeches, talking points that create results that matter are part of winning. You know why we remember the Gettysburg Address? Who surrendered at Appomattox? The South. Yeah. Would we remember the Gettysburg Address if the North had? Well, we'd remember it differently. Or a hell of a lot differently is at least, yes. You know why? Winning! Winning matters! Nothing else matters but winning. Nothing. Now, we can define winning in different ways, like don't lose your soul in the process. What good does it do to lose your own, gain the whole world, but lose your own soul in the process? There's no win there, right? So you have to have a plumb line that defines what a win actually is. But nothing matters other than winning. Nothing does. In a war, one side loses and one side wins. One side doesn't win and the other just bloviates to, to satiation. That's a loss. That's a loss. You gentlemen have any more thoughts on this here? It's just another day that ends in Y. I mean, I. at the end of the day, we are still... A representative democracy. We are a republic. If we can keep it. And Steve's point about, you know, people don't do this professionally uh, like us, so they're not paying attention, which is true. But that he's describing a reality where we simply don't want to do the work of citizens anymore. Maybe sh- people shouldn't be paying attention as much as we do on a regular basis, but they should be paying a lot more attention than they do. All this is happening on your watch, this generation's watch. 
it can it can pivot like that still if people want it to the worst forces in the world are making events pivot like this all the time we're dancing a jig because blue-haired tranny go hamas fools put their thumbs on the scale but we simply can't be bothered this all happens because we were made to be ruled i want to repeat something that i have said numerous times in the past couple of months our representatives in washington dc are not aberrations they are reflections they are not aberration. Oh, I cannot believe Mike Johnson tried to sell us out like this. He's a reflection of his district. Wow, good on Chip Roy for fighting back. He's a reflection of his district. Good job, Texas 21. Yeah. They are not aberrations. <laughs> they are all reflections of this us. This is such an important Take point. Take responsibility. Whenever a normie complains to me about, I just, I can't stand politicians. I, I, it takes I can't all stand you. Yeah. Exactly. It takes all my resolve to just keep quiet or walk away because, you know, I don't want to upset my wife or something like that. Like, you, do you understand? That's not how this works. That's not how any of this works. You're just too busy. You're too cowardly. You can't be bothered. You got other things to do to make the trains run on time. It's a you problem. The biblical worldview is what's being modeled by the guy who's not promoting it as a brand, but just doing it in Chip Roy. Not what Mike Johnson has done so far. Now, I'll go back to what I said yesterday when I urged you to pray for him because it looked like he was on the basis, he was on the brink of just selling out the entire country. And he tried to. So, now, they're, now this is going to be tabled till November the 28th. That's another two weeks if you're a prayer warrior that you can pray for Mike Johnson. Because it's very clear that he is clear about selling us out. Without the action that Chip did today, and I'll give Matt Gates credit for voting for Chip's, uh, for Chip's resolution. He did that. He was one of the 19 that did, so good on him. But it's very clear he was, he was maneuvering as much as he possibly could as speaker to sell out the country. We would give Democrats ev literally everything that they wanted. The exact same spending resolution would have passed if Democrats were in Congress. The exact same one. We got nothing, not even a repeal of COVID policies. I had, I had a conservative leader email me and a few other people yesterday, a name all of you would know, uh, emailed us yesterday asking, are we at least getting like any rollbacks of COVID tyranny in this? Anything at all? Uh. And Daniel was on that email thread. And Daniel replied, nothing. And this person was incredulous. That's not a biblical worldview. That's political treachery. There is nothing biblical about giving your enemies, trying to destroy you, and everything that is good and holy, everything they want. 
There's nothing biblical about that. Nothing. And so, literally thank God for Chip Roy and those that joined him. And now you got two weeks to pray more, two more weeks now to pray for Mike Johnson, that he would follow the spirit and not the spirit of the age. Buy, sell, and hold is next. with hour two live and on demand on blaze tv radio and podcast notice i said on demand not in demand i'm steve dace he's todd Erz, and he's aaron mcintyre i just got an email from a guy named gregory roberts who says he just wrote 15 minutes in and i'm already pissed as hell that's why i watch it's another satisfied customer. <laughs> it's a start. It's a start. Oh, I laughed. When you guys, during the break, I read that. That's why I chuckled out loud here, sitting here. I read that at, uh, during the break. Made me laugh. I appreciated it. Uh, let us know what you think about what we think via the stevedace.com inbox. Take advantage of that by emailing the show, steve at stevedace.com. That's D-E-A-C-E. Like us on Facebook, MeWe and Gab. Follow me at Steve Dace Show on Twitter. Get our Instagram and TikTok. And then if you are on the podcast... You're a big part of our show. Thank you. Please leave us a five-star review if you have not already. We'd love to hit over 10,000 of those on iTunes. We're getting close. You can also, uh, and thank you for all of you that have done so. We appreciate them all. And then also hit subscribe or on iTunes follow. And that way, every time we do a new show, it will make sure to show up in your feed every single time. Buy, sell, or hold coming your way next. Brought to you by our friends over at My Patriot Supply. If it feels like things are not good, uh, Moody's downgraded us to a negative economic. Was that Moody's that did that earlier Moody's. this week? Yeah. Negative economic outlook due to the debt credit situation and political polarization. It's going swell. Things are going great. Things are going cool, you know? I don't know. Has Karine Jean-Pierre given us her latest on the economy? Because she's my bottom line. She... She's my Rosetta Stone. She's she's your rock. She's where yes. you go to be to be to be comforted. I won't rest until I hear what she has to say about this thing. And so if that's where we're going to get assurance, eh, might want to go to my friends at uh, My Patriot Supply. Might want to go to preparewithdace.com. Get their three month emergency food kit that includes breakfast, lunch, dinner, even drinks and snacks. That's the full repertoire of 2,000 plus calories that you need per day from a nutrition standpoint. They've also got well over a dozen combinations of meals inside, so you can mix and match for variety. Stays good for up to 25 years with proper shelf life, giving you peace of mind to know you're prepared just in case. It is better to not need it and be ready for it than to not be ready for it when you need it. So go to preparewithdace.com, order by 3 p.m., and your food kits ship fast on the same day with free shipping. Preparewithdace.com is where you want to go. That's preparewithdace.com. All right. Let's get to it. It is time 
It is time for Buy, Sell, or Hold. Aaron has the submissions and propositions from those of you in the audience. Todd, as they are relayed to us, we'll get through as many of these as we can now, and then the rest will do in overtime. Uh, no topic is off limits. You and I will decide why we are buying it, why we are selling it. However, if you try to hold, that obviously is a, is, is, is a punk move. You've, you've punked out. You've played yourself. You've violated the dude code. And I, I, I had a, a buddy of mine send me a tweet this morning. First thing I saw on my phone when I got up this morning. And it was somebody had posted on Twitter, Nikki Haley is conservative like Lindsey Graham is heterosexual. Yeah, that's accurate. Uh, and, and so if you invoke hold at all, Todd, you're going to have to verify if that's true. Oh, <laughs> Okay. You know, you you've kind of been losing your fastball on this front for no. Apparently, apparently no, you're that was some chin music right some, there. Yeah, oh, no. <laughs> Bench is about to clear, are they? Yeah. <laughs> no. All right, let's go. We will begin with unfiltered boss who says Nikki Haley ended her campaign yesterday. Unfiltered boss, by the way, if you're a DeSantis supporter, he's a really good follow on Twitter. Uh, I'm going to say sell because the purpose of her campaign yeah. is just to provide a. You know, there are different reasons why people run for office. Like, I remember Tom Tancredo ran because he really believed in a singular issue in immigration and wanted to elevate it. Um, Mike Huckabee ran originally because he wanted to raise his political profile and to the point that he might have a future as like a secretary of education or something in a, in a Republican administration. And lo and behold, he caught fire and darn near won the nomination. All right. But there's, there's lots of different reasons why people run. Uh, you go back, you know, Fred Thompson, when he ran, a lot of people wanted him to run. You could just tell when he got on and I got onto the campaign trail, his heart wasn't in it. Well, there was a, a, a certain wing of the party that wasn't be, wasn't represented by the candidates in that field. And so by him running, they now get jobs. They get to raise money. They get to spend money. Right. There is a, a, a John Kasich wing to the Republican Party. And and so. Haley's never been a viable candidate. Haley's never been a threat to win anything. So, so that's not her role in the process. Her, her role in the process is to provide a front for the Kasich faction to have a voice in, in, on a national level within the Republican Party. There's a lot of money to be raised there, a lot of money mm -hmm. to be spent there. She's, an, she's her own economy of scale with these kinds of people. you know. And these are the, these are the kinds of people, by the way, that would not want, you know, if this were, I remember we had a lot of arguments on the Cruz campaign in 2016 about whether the strategy should be once it, when, after we won Iowa, do we try to get Rubio out of the race or do we go after Trump? And I was a strong proponent that the race is now between us and Trump. And the counter argument against me by others in the strategy team was, well, if we get Rubio out of the race, we can consolidate that base. And I said, you have to understand there's two Rubio bases. There's there's conservatives who like Rubio more than Ted because he's got better dimples and he's and he's a better communicator and he is. That's just the truth. Okay, and then there are the Rubio supporters that um, will just immediately go to John Kasich if we get Rubio out of the race and Kasich's support will double. That was my argument. Well, the faction that believed we had to get Rubio out of the race. They were they 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 made the decision to go with that strategy. We got Rubio out of the race. What happened to John Kasich? He's elevated. His 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 support doubled, like I predicted it would. Because if you're voting for John Kasich, you don't want Donald Trump or Ted Cruz to be the nominee. You view them as the same. 
Now, I do think there are some Nikki Haley people that are perfectly fine with Trump being the nominee now that he's been president and has shown he'll cut deals with all kinds of establishmentarians. But there's also a lot of Nikki Haley people. Like if you look at the people that are supporting Nikki Haley in Iowa, like people like Doug Gross and people like this, these are people that would be against everything if you're if you if you all the reasons that you love Trump and all the reasons that I like DeSantis, he would be against all of us, all of us the same. OK, and that's going to be a sizable chunk of her support. And so her role is just to give those people um, legitimacy, to make them feel like they're part of the process. So her candidacy has never been a major factor. It's never been a threat to win anything. She's never had a path to anything. Um, she's just a front for, a, a, you know, for a wealthy, but in terms of actual numbers, obscure faction of the party. So I will sell. I'll sell most of the same reasons. Old friend alert, Chris Pandolfo says, Kelsey and Swift is bad for the Chiefs. This is even worse that I Pandolfo's thought, just I thought trolling. the stats had shown that he was playing well in the games please. that she attended, Aaron. Yeah, I don't please. know. Chris, please tell us you're just trolling us. You know what happened is Chris just got married, man. You know what happens, man. All right, they're in that honeymoon phase, okay? He's watching stuff that he, would, he never would have watched as a bachelor. He's He's... You know, he's taking stuff for the team he would have never taken as a bachelor. You know, you know, we've all we all went through that went through that time, right? You get it. Um, no, don't, <laughs> don't yoke me with any of this. No. <laughs> what a term! Um, I'm don't just... yoke me with any of this. <laughs> I love that. Um, I'm going to sell, man. He's played well when she's gone to the games from when, I, when I've looked at the stats. Speaking of that phase, I think I'm still going through that phase. Here are three texts that I sent my wife this morning. She said, uh, bruh, sheets are expensive. I'm looking at an 800 thread count. That's $95 versus 400 thread count for $56. I said, get the 800. Here's another one. You took a stand on thread count? Yep. Uh, ready to get back home and ro- watch the rest of Twilight with you tonight. Also, we need to get some more lemon essential oils because I've used a lot of it for various purposes recently. Also, these last three texts indicate I've apparently grown a uterus. It's an actual exchange. Can I go home, Steve? Is Lindsey Graham here? Apparently. I mean... I talked about having to get a new alternator and new brakes this morning and, you know, what... I had no idea. I did. I, I, I don't even know what a thread count is. Mm, higher, better. Now, I, I, I will say I've done my own version of taking one for the team. I do know way more. I mean, we are a suburban homeschooling family. I do know way more about essential oils than I ever thought. You I was do going realize to. you host this show and you could have ended this conversation a long time ago, don't you? It's your name's behind you. And sometimes it's on the clothes you wear. You could have ended this. <laughs> It's on my shirt. Todd's Look, about to, Todd's about to I shoot work for you. Me. <laughs> End it. God. And Dolfo, you sob. By the way, you can get frankincense as an essential oil. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's true. You can. <laughs> the chemicals kill you, though. The chemicals in those fragrances just kill you. you Got to use essential oils. Jeff Burkhart, I mean, they are poison. It's just poison, straight poison. 
Jeff Burkhart says, Aaron has been way too lenient this year in enforcing the hold penalty. He lets Steve and Todd get away with maybe yes, maybe no, dodging non-answers, critiquing the, pro- or critiquing the props, etc. The point of buy-sell hold is that you must dude up and make a call. No wishy-washy allowed. If that's occurred, I'll have to buy. This, yeah, this is wishy. Really? Did you just hear the, the last five minutes? Well, did you, did you listen For to what me, I, at least? Listen to exactly what I just said. If that occurred, I will buy. I mean, I don't know that it occurred, but if it did, I'll buy. I, I can't assume a member. I can't. I, I won't. I refuse to assume a know. fine, upstanding member of this audience just lying Maybe to that us. is the perfect question to come after what we just did. For, I don't know. What do you think Lindsey Graham's favorite essential oil is? I'm just kidding. Go ahead. Yeah. Pumpkin spice. <laughs> Oh, great. Now here's Sean Griffiths. I'm sure things will get better. Sean Griffiths says, remember all the food processing plants burning down and train derailments and naval ships crashing? And we all kind of thought it must be kind of some kind of terrorism or sabotage. It was more likely just the natural outcomes of a dumbed down society and collapsing empire, which is actually scarier. I saw a story this morning about how toddlers got lead poisoning from applesauce packets. How does lead get into applesauce? It's not either or it's a both and. It's still sabotage. I mean, we're just... Aaron, you and I, semi-regularly, before Steve comes in, have these conversations yep. about... You just had this yesterday. Just, who's going to, like... Who's going to build bridges? Who's going to make sure the bridges stand up? I mean, we just have a... a this is one a consequence of dudes not being dudes. You just don't even aspire to be part of that making, doing... Whatever. And it's a huge, huge problem. Just again, talking in the last 48 hours about repairs and the my talked to my brother who works at a car dealership. He said, you know, the amount of time you have to wait in a lot of places just to get it done because you don't have as many guys to do that job anymore. So you're just having to wait around. And he said, just from three or four months ago on a normal, like getting every car that you have for a while needs to have its brakes so this is not like something that's out of left field he says something like that is just like 300 bucks more than it was just like three years ago good point i'm gonna buy though because i like what he said at the end the scarier proposition what what's what's scarier um attacks from without or incompetence from within yes to me, because I go back to what the Joker said of how what people do when they find out there's if they find out there's no plan, and things are just random. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, I I think the idea that Wally to me is scarier than um, being conquered. The idea of self-immolation. Well. Because that's the thing you can control, whether you do it your, to yourself or not. I've, I find, you know, I find I, I'm not I'm pretty good about accepting things I cannot control. You guys know that working with me. What I'm not good at is accepting things that I think well, I can control. Okay, I'm not good at that. And prepare to not be good at things in the yeah. near and far future. So Wally is more frightening to me. The Wally outcome is more frightening to me than a Black Mirror episode is because that is largely what is being done to you. All right. Wally is what you did to yourself. So I like that distinction. I'll buy. Next, we go to Judiana. 
the difference between the primary or this primary in 2016 is that Elon Musk's purchase of X has strengthened the reach and effectiveness of rapid response teams like Ron DeSantis has to immediately refute other campaigns lies think Trump and to capitalize on missteps like Nick she's. I think that's partially true. I think you, everybody kind of has their own accounts doing this kind of stuff now. So I I do think there is some truth to that for sure. I think the biggest, I would sell the biggest difference is that Trump has a record now. Well, I, I think the, you know what? I'm going to sell, I, I agree with her observation that that is a new dynamic. But to me, the biggest difference is in 2016, there were three primary sources of information that it didn't matter how much money you raised, how much organization you built, you weren't getting around it. That was Drudge, Rush, and Fox. And we don't really have any of those primary sources of information right now. Fox is still the biggest source of information on the right, but it doesn't have the, the monolithic dominance that it had before. Fox doesn't have the power to, 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 to end or... Um, or affirm somebody in a single news cycle like it could have back in 2016. Matt Drudge is on nobody's radar anymore. And Rush, of course, uh, you know, he passed away. So this process is, I've, I mean, I've talked to some people that are legitimate pollsters, real ones, you know, and one of the things they're going to try to, they try to do with your clients is what sources of information you guys follow, who you listen, who you watch. Okay. And they're telling me this is, this is the most democratized, balkanized, process they've ever seen you know and because one of the other things they're looking at is where do i invest money for my clients and tell them hey our numbers show this platform this show is absolutely the one that you've got to be on in order to reach this audience and this thing is just much more democratized than it was before there's so many more podcasts so many more outlets that it there really isn't one singular or even a couple of singular platforms or people or outlets that are really dominating the flow of information over everybody else. Yeah. I know if you're on Twitter, I know if you're on Twitter, you think like there it's impossible to just not parrot a Trump party line every single day. Well, I don't. I mean, I, we, we, we went and did this a few weeks ago, if I recall. We, we went and looked at iTunes, the top conservative podcast in the country, and we, 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 we looked at like the top 30 of them, and I think we were like around 17, 18, or 19 or somewhere in there. And we found a handful of, of people whose success has clearly been driven by their association with Trump. But a lot of the, the biggest shows out there, I mean... Megyn Kelly, not driven by an association with Trump. With Trump, She has a top five podcast on the right. Matt Walsh, not driven mm -hmm. by an association with Trump. Ben Shapiro has the number one podcast on the right. He's clearly not. So mm. I, I, the perception of what you see on Twitter is not yeah. true broadly everywhere else. That's why but, I'm but, but that perception on Twitter is driven to make you think that it is. Yes. But it's not true. Agreed. Yeah. Next, we go to D.C. Trump will show up for the next debate since he's been held back. He thinks it's time to put this primary to an end. Or he's held back. Um, with Haley heading outbound, she will think it's, uh, or he will think it's time to start campaigning now, anticipating the head-to-head. -head. Sell. Sell. He I, also I, wonders why there's been no polls of Iowa since Reynolds' endorsement. Well, 
I I told you there would either be no polls or they'll come out with polls saying that DeSantis has actually gone down. I I mean I I have I'll just tell you the guys of this. I have just flat out told the DeSantis campaign. I absolutely don't I they could show seventy five thousand commitment cards in Iowa and there'll be a poll the ne- the day before the caucus is that they're down by seventy five points. Just you need to assume this. And you're gonna have to figure out how to message around that. And 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 the last Iowa poll by the Des Moines Register and Ann Seltzer is one of the few people in this business. I don't always agree with her findings, and she's not always right by any stretch, but she's one of the few people I've found that actually has tried to be honest. When you produce a poll that shows that Ron DeSantis and Donald Trump have the exact same total support, meaning they're the same amount of people's first and second choices in the Iowa caucuses, it was 67%, if I recall, and that Nikki Haley is 13 points behind Ron DeSantis and Donald Trump in that number, but you publish a story associated with this, your top line finding is that Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis are tied that's just not you're you're basically saying everybody who's undecided between Trump and DeSantis will go to Trump that DeSantis will get none of them that's just not how this works okay I I mean I mean that's just if you're publishing those polls if if that's the story you're publishing with your poll then just you're not even did you guys see Rasmussen's Twitter account yesterday with Justin Hart did you guys see this yeah blocked him I, I mean, I, th- the stuff they were tweeting at him, I would expect that from Alex Brusowitz. It's from a freaking polling firm. By the way, Scott Rasmussen sold that company like over 10 years ago. He's not associated with it in any way, shape, or form. And in fact, he started his own separate company. So it still bears his name, but he doesn't run that anymore. But I, I just was flabbergasted at what they were tweeting to Justin Hart yesterday. Hey, you may not, you might view him as a flamer. You may not like him. You may think he's a DeSantis hack and totally wrong. You're, you're supposed to just be the numbers people. You don't engage in that stuff, man. (laughs) That's adorable. I mean, instead you're out there acting like I would expect those. I could have take, we could have, I could have come in here today and said, let's play a game. Who tweeted this? Alex Brusewitz or Rasmussen polling. And you, you wouldn't have told the difference, man. You can't do that and be considered legit. Unless you, you're not. I mean, I just, I was flabbergasted when I saw those tweets yesterday. Just beyond unprofessional mm. levels of behavior. The number of things that have happened on so many fronts that that applies to. That you should be able to say in medicine, in elections, poll, you can't do that and be considered a legit, be considered legit. It turns out in almost everywhere you can. You, can you groom the kids and be legit? Sure. Hey! Everywhere. Sure. Which is why I'm telling you right now, I, I don't believe it. I don't. I, I, I think he could, I think I think Ron could get the governor's endorsement, Vanderplas endorsement and have 75,000 biometrically confirmed commitment cards to vote for him in the Iowa caucuses. And there will be a, and, and polls the day before will show he's losing by 20 or more points. Book it. That's where we are right yeah. now. OK, everything is just beyond shameless. And so. Um, and, and you don't play the victim. I hate whining. I don't want to hear that crap. All right. He chose to run. Then you know what? You're in the game. Your job's to figure out how you're going to work around that. Okay. Because that's just the reality of the situation. And this is my point about Iowa. And it's always been comfortable being that in the past. It's more important than ever that you're not not caring about that, not being swayed by that. Going and doing your work at the caucuses and showing what's up. You got that shot. 
Next, we go to Fetigator, the recent pro-abortion win in Ohio and the Democrat takeover of the Virginia legislature to protect abortion and trans rights is yet another reason why the 19th Amendment should be repealed. Um, well, Sal, I, I mean, yes, it should be repealed, but like, honestly, this is... We're so far past. Like, if we're talking is, about this, we've got yeah. much bigger problems. Yeah, we just yeah, don't. I, yeah, this, I, do you trust the men to hold things down right now? No, I don't. We, we got moms for liberty or we got dads for right. liberty? What we got going on out there? It's like we're, we're, we don't, there's no clever maneuver to just, you know, like Han Solo Punching the Millennium Falcon and it bursts to life. It's not, no. If if we had a culture capable of pulling this off, right. we wouldn't have the problems exactly. we have right now. Yeah. So repealing, this is symptomatic, all right? This is not pathogenic. This is not the, the pathogen itself. This is a symptom, okay? The reality is the men are the problem, period, end of sentence. Next up, we go to Twizzit Jr. Chris Christie's campaign won't survive the Iowa caucus since Tim Scott was more likable and he just dropped out. He's not in this for the Iowa caucuses. He's in this for New Hampshire. And in reality, he's just in this to... I, I, I just think he's running because he has a personal axe to grind with Donald Trump. Yeah. Yep. I don't think there's any other reason than that. So, Todd? Yeah, I agree. Okay. Jimmy Dore's two-hitter says Sharon Moore will cry more times by the end of the season than Dick Vermeil in 1999. <laughs> I pray not. I'm going to buy because that, that probably is good news for me if that's the case. Can I go back to the Christie thing really quick? Yeah. I, I just, I would vote for Donald Trump 17 times before I voted for Chris Christie or Nikki Haley. There's, the, the, uh, there's a reason why we only profiled three candidates on my show this year. DeSantis, Trump, and RFK Jr. Because they're the only three people I would even, I, I morally would consider voting, voting for on any level. So I, you'll, if Nikki Haley is your GOP nominee, and she won't be, Todd would be first. But someone like Nikki Haley, you'll get less government under RFK Jr. than you'll get with her. And a hell of a lot more war with her as well. So those to me are the only three candidates morally worthy of voting for. Next, Ben Carstens says a fist fight between the Teamsters boss and Senator Mullen would have been the most American thing to get done in D.C. in years. Aye. Oh, I'm in on that. Aye. I'm Aye. in. In fact, I think it's a it's a it's a it's an honorable way to settle some differences, as a matter of fact. And no, I'm not kidding. I mean, I just I don't see a problem with it at all. I mean, no previous generation, just goes back to the 19th Amendment argument, no previous generation of men yeah. in this country, regardless of race, socioeconomic status, class, anything, would have, would have argued with what I just said. Yeah. That, that within parameters, that it is a more honorable way to settle things than the vast majority of other ways we attempt to settle things. You got that level of difference? All right. You know? I just want to see some consequences. Thought we were close. Michael Pfeiffer says President DeSantis should choose Chip Roy as his chief of staff. Well, I think he'd be fantastic yeah. in that position. President DeSantis should make Chip Roy Speaker of the House. 
to manage his agenda. Yeah, that's what he should do. Next, we go to Stephen Skinner, Mount Rushmore of movie speeches. Speech by the president in Independence Day. Oh, that's a great one. Coach Boone's speech at Gettysburg in Remember the Titans. That's Uh, underrated. Yeah. Uh, William Wallace's speech in Braveheart. And Sam's speech to Frodo in The Two Towers. Yeah, great list. Uh, I'll take it. Is there it's any a great obvious? List. I think you could do a. Well, you're missing Jimmy Stewart mm. and um, oh, Mr. Smith yeah. goes to Washington, yeah. which might be in the history of cinema the first great movie speech ever. Okay, dude just goes ape at the end. Okay, that that's one of the all timers for sure. Um, I I got to tell you guys because it was one of the primary inspirations for a nefarious plot is. Al Pacino as John Milton's speech at the end of The Devil's Advocate. The rant that he goes on there at the end is one of the inspirations yeah. for a nefarious plot. That guy's a Hall of Famer because Al Pacino also uh, incent of a woman as just you know, fantastic yep. one. So, But are, are we missing yeah. ones? Of course. But are, is that list pretty good? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Next, Jason Dixon says the upcoming DeSantis versus Newsom debate will only help Newsom and take any chance DeSantis has at being president. So, I mean, I, I think it'll help them both, actually. Um, that's why I'll, I'll sell. And the reason why I think it'll help them both is I think they will, um, they will both have complete freedom to represent their, their side's viewpoints and deconstruct the other side's viewpoints because there's no concern about getting any support from the other side. I can't tell you how much... That's, that's why it was really inexcusable for Trump to lose that first debate to Joe Biden. Because it's, it's much harder debating within your own side where, you, you know, at some level you have to be concerned about hurt feelings and things of that nature and how far to go, okay? Um, when you're debating the other side, this, this, is, this is why they don't care about getting really nasty and personal with Trump on their side because there's no reverb to them. Like they're not, they, they're planning on winning without a single one of us voting for them. So if they get, if they go even nastier than Trump, even more um, bitter than Trump, they're not concerned about any kind of a, of a blowback because they're assuming none of us are voting for them. So I, I think in that, because of that, I think it will actually help both individuals. Yeah, I'm selling. This is not some sort of fait accompli for Gavin Newsom. No way. All right, when we come back, the prophet of woe and lamentation will be here with us. Stay tuned. Well, I don't know anything about thread counts, but I do know Miracle Made Sheets are absolutely fantastic. They came on board this summer, and we had one of the hotter summers we've had in recent years here in uh, in the Midwest. And they're NASA-inspired, silver-infused uh, bed sheets that help with uh, self-cooling were fantastic. First summer ever. I don't. I never had to turn the ceiling fan on to help augment the AC to keep it cooler at night. It was plenty cool every single night with those sheets. Well, okay, Steve. Well, now we're heading into the chillier time of year. How are they working? Man, it's perfect. I mean, I, 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 I've got the best of both worlds. I've got the, the, the self-cooling sheets, keep my body temperature low, 
So I'm not sweating at night just as before, but then I get the big blanket out for those uh, crisp fall nights, the good snuggle weather. I mean, I just, I love these things. They're absolutely fantastic. Um, They also have uh, that same silver infused fabric also helps with self-cleaning as well to really cut down on uh, the accumulation of bacteria and other things on your sheets over time. And let's not bury the lead here. These things are not just very functionally impressive, but they're really comfy. Can I say that, Todd? Is that okay word for me to say? Hey, I have these sheets now, too, so I agree. You do? Okay, there you go. All right. TryMiracle.com slash Dace. It's where you want to go. TryMiracle.com slash Dace. And if you use the promo code Dace at checkout, they'll throw in three free towels plus an extra 20% off. So you throw in that with the 40% off you get just by going to TryMiracle.com slash Dace, and you can't beat it whatsoever. Big savings. uh, The big three free towels as well and a fantastic product at TryMiracle.com slash Dace. I didn't know that you guys were using these. Got them. So you second to my my recommendation? Absolutely. They're fantastic, guys. Promo code DACE at TryMiracle.com slash DACE. All right, let's bring in the weekly prophet of woe and lamentation. Good to see you, my friend Daniel Horowitz. How are you? Hey, Steve, does TryMiracle have some sort of an anti-bedwetting function for government shutdowns? <laughs> I don't think they can help us with that, but let's, let's, let's start there. I, I, I said to the audience, now, since I said this, and we had to we had to add an addendum because our mutual friend Chip Roy led a revolt against Mike Johnson about an hour and a half ago to, to shut down this, I don't know how else to describe it, this really just sellout of the country that he was prepared to do in the name of a biblical worldview, of course. But two things I think are apparent here. Number one, Chip was correct. And that we should not have dumped Speaker McCarthy. We should have played it out, used this leverage against him. And, and if we got nothing, then you can run him afterwards and blame all this on him, dump all that baggage on him and have someone come in with a, com- a completely clean start. Instead, we didn't follow his advice. And we ended up with a guy who just gives us the exact same thing as McCarthy, but with Bible verses and was even following the same process until this morning in order to screw the country to, to give Democrats everything they wanted that McCarthy that got McCarthy removed as the speaker. He was following through on that. And so Chip was correct. If all of us have to admit if we know now how this was going to turn out, when we went down this road with removing McCarthy, none of us would have agreed to this. We would have said, what was the point? It was utterly pointless. The other thing is, if, if they're going to persist on beating their sword into a plowshare here with the only real weapon they have, budget and appropriations to the point of leveraging a government shutdown, then there really is not a, there's, there's, there's no point to having a Republican Congress then. I mean, if, if you go in, if you tell your enemy going in, I won't fire back. I won't fight back. I will fold if you bet. You're, you're not going to win any of those battles. You're not going to win any of those hands at the poker table. And so because of something that happened in 1995, which, by the way, after that election, Bob Dole lost bad, but Republicans still retained control of Congress. So because of something that happened in 1995, uh, almost 30 years ago, we can't f- fight really substantively. House Republicans can't on our behalf on literally anything. Well, then what's the point of ever voting for them then? They actually expanded the majorities in 1996, but the the broader point is that, and, and I want to make sure people don't get caught up in the process. And well, we we avoided a Christmas cliff, so now you have an MLK Day and President's Day cliff. It doesn't matter. Here, here's the bottom line: it's not a matter of the type of vehicle, the type of bill, the time of year that you do it. 
if you tell the other side that you ideologically and politically oppose any prospect of a government shutdown and you care more about yelping about dates and process and omnibus Christmas bills rather than pounding the lectern, we will not fund open border invasion, we will not fund inflation, we will not fund Hamas and Iran, then you're done. And here's the thing, Johnson said in that same interview, by the way, that he supported, he endorsed Trump, so it's all okay. But he said that we cannot have a government shutdown, it will make the economy worse, okay? You're done, it's over. And it's worse than that, because let, let me take this a step further. You see, let's say you have the best case scenario where Republicans win all three branches uh, a year from now, which, you know, based on uh, the last number of years is a kind of a dubious assumption. But let's say they do. Well, here's the deal. You're not going to get 60 votes in the Senate. Nowhere near it. Maybe they'd get 52, but they won't come anywhere close. So you will have to have a showdown. But if you have made it clear that you can not have a government shutdown. So in other words, you have to give the Democrats whatever they want, then you're done. And incidentally, Steve, we have proof of concept for this because guess when we had all three branches? Yes, 2017 and 2018. And that's exactly what happened. The Democrats still got what they wanted. So somehow there's nothing new under the sun nothing changes. The party has not changed one iota since 2016. Not in their modus operandi, not in their talking points. And, you know, I was saying on my show this week, I don't think there's anything that could inspire these people to act. So let's say Biden would create some sort of visa program to bring Hamas dudes over <laughs> and rape Republican women, kind of like, you know, just equity. They don't have so many prospects there in Gaza. So here's what we're going to do. Um, they're out of, they're out of goats and all the little boys have grown up. Yeah. I mean, yeah. the goats got, got killed in, in the war and they're like, you know, here, have at it. And Mike Johnson will literally say, you know, we can't have a government shutdown. Okay. Can't have a government shutdown. We, we had 310,000 invaders just caught, uh, just announced earlier today in, in, in last month. I mean, it used to shock us when we would reach six figures, 100,000. Does it have to be a million, two million? Is there anything that would inspire them to make the issue the issue and not the process? I mean, Mike Johnson sounds like Mitch McConnell. We're going to hold some culture votes, open amendment process. You know, Schumer and these guys are out there cutting their throats out. I, you know, I want your listeners to watch something. I don't know if you noticed this, Steve. I mentioned it last week. When the gavel was given over to Mike Johnson in that ceremony two weeks ago. So Hakeem Jeffries the, you know, got up there to speak because there's a, a, a formality that the minority party leader just hands over the gavel. He took the gavel and he was like, hey, I got attention to command here. He spoke for 15 minutes and it was the most beautiful speech I've ever heard. Meaning if you had to say, what is your demonic worldview in 15 minutes? He managed to get every last thing down on there, you know, from, from the homosexual agenda to open borders to the two-state solution. I mean, whatever. The only thing he didn't mention were vaccines, by the way. But everything else he mentioned. And I was like, Damn, I wish we had that. And then Mike Johnson finally got up there and it was like, sounds like a nice guy, you know, 
Biblical I mean, worldview. Shout out biblical worldview, I'm ass- reliably assured. So here, to me, here was the tell. He was going to screw us on everything. Is when on Monday he did an interview with an enthusiastic endorsement of Trump and said Trump had, and I quote, the greatest economy in the history of the world, end quote. Yep. That, and I, to- I came on the air that day and I told the audience, We're, you're about to get screwed with your pants on. See, these people have been taught that they can absolutely yes. sodomize us in public, man. Sodomize us in public. And nothing will happen to them provided that they kneel before Zod. That's all that's required. And, and so th- there's no issue they can't betray us on, right? So Elise Stefanik can vote for every rainbow jihad bill as long as she sends a nasty note to the judge. And hey, man, what they're trying to do to his family fortune there is some, some of the most un-American shit I've ever seen in my life, okay? They're basically saying to the Trump family, yeah, every, every socialite in Manhattan inflates the real estate value uh, for portfolio and tax purposes, but you're the only ones that did it while representing people we hate. So we're going to try to take, you know, the 70 years of, of, of prosperity that your family built and, and just and, and steal it from you in broad daylight as a punitive penalty. That is that is absolute just just banana republic ridiculousness that is shameful. OK, but we need something more out of Elise Stefanik other than if she writes a nasty letter to the nutty judge in that case, it doesn't matter how many things she actually screws us on in Congress. That that's the standard they've been taught. That as long as they they provide some talking points that for fearless leader that ne- that shows they will kneel before Zod, there is not an issue they cannot betray the base on. So the minute he came out with just that ridiculous talk, the greatest economy in the history of the world, he literally said this. Okay, I said that's that's always your tell, man. That's always your tell. We're gonna get screwed by these people because that's you know it, we, on, on here on the on the New Testament side we refer to certain certain conversions as fire insurance. That you're not really a disciple. You're not really serious about following Jesus. You're just trying to avoid hell. Okay? And that's the political equivalent of this. Fire insurance. Hey, 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 hey. No, I mean, I'm, I'm good. I mean, I, I, I made the genuflection to fearless leader. So don't look at my actual record. I gave you the talking point that you said you wanted. That's all, all we've accomplished since 2016 is offering the same people a panic button that they previously did not have and they have today. And I think this whole fight that you saw with Chip had with the people on his left in the conference and then on the so-called right, it's emblematic of everything we're up against. You have a demonic left that is destroying our sovereignty, security, civil society, culture, economy, freedoms, you name it. Then you have a fake right that's just feasting at the at, at the carcass of America, the corporate folks. And then you have an assortment of either grifters, um, social media posters, black-pilled people that are just reactionary and there's nothing effective. There's no effective red pill. And, uh, you know, there's very uh, countless or, or, or very few people like Chip and DeSantis that are trying to thread that needle, um, but it's beleaguered on all sides. And and that's where we're at. I, I mean, a lot of people are like, yeah, we're disrupting, we're changing. I hear a lot of these talk show hosts. I know Tucker has given off that impression that, you know, Trump changed the party. Nothing has changed. It's a joke. You can't get the ball in the end zone if you think you already did. And they're very happy. They're having a merry old time, uh, you know, circle jerking on all of each other's programs, earning a, a, a living off of it and a pretty good one, too. 
Uh, but they're accomplishing nothing. The left is on them. They laugh about Biden stumbling. The left is on them. Biden, in his worst cognitive uh, ability, is eating their lunch. Every single policy on every front is still peddled to the metal. There is nothing we have stopped. There is nothing. I mean, you know, look, even let's take Iran. Iran is as, about as consensus as you can get among Republicans, right? They, they all oppose Iran. No one who doesn't. And just yesterday, Biden was like, hey, we're going to unfreeze another 10 billion for, the, for them. And now Johnson gave away his leverage on the budget. They have no, they have no leverage against that. So that's going to continue too. There is nothing that they have stopped while we are so busy theorizing about this new amazing right that we've created. I, I used to say this a lot. Trump did not change any of the ways the cake was baked in the process. It's just that the frosting was zanier. That's all. The frosting was zanier, but the cakes were all still baked the same. And I, I kind of hear you saying, echoing those sentiments. Good to see you, my friend. Thank you. Take care. You bet. Daniel brought to you by our friends over at Preborn. And they are an outstanding pro-life ministry that is ready to do pro-life battle for the hearts and minds of both um, the mom, but also the lives of the babies at the exact same time. They understand uh, they're ready for a post-Roe world. They understand that we are now literally engaged in hand-to-hand combat, soul-to-soul combat, really, with the spirit of the age. And so they confront moms considering killing their children with the truth of that ultrasound. They, they hear, maybe even feel that baby's heartbeat. And about 80% of the time over the years, those uh, moms are convicted to not follow through with killing their child. But then they also know that that mom still is in crisis and needs help. So they are there both before and after the child is born with pre and postnatal care. All of these things are free of charge, provided they have funding from people like us. Did you know it's just 28 bucks for an ultrasound that's got 80% odds of saving somebody's life? I know a lot of you would invest in those odds and already have. Thank you. If you would like to invest some more or you're looking at year-end giving and what's a good option, you're going to find far, you're going to find few that are that are a better option than preborn. Go to preborn.com slash Steve to make your donation today. That's preborn.com slash Steve. Once again, that's preborn.com slash Steve. All right, we got about uh, two minutes here. So each of you have a, uh, a minute to give us your thoughts on the show today and, and or what you just heard from Daniel. Well, he's call him a prophet, but this you know you string together you, 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 what he says week after week after week, you know, and it's it's more than just an intro. You know, the, you you read uh, Isaiah, Jeremiah, and chapter after. Ch- I mean, it, it you feel like you've been here before. They keep taking you back to the same place, and that's what Daniel keeps doing. I think that's all the more proof that he's right over the target. I mean, we, what ails us is the same thing over and over and over again. Why would a true prophet change his tone? You can get sick of it all you want to. It's just true. You, 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 you keep slurping this same... I mean, Cheez-Its really... I'd take Cheez-Its at stake at this point. My good, what what are we feasting on these days? Whatever it is, it's terrible. We absolutely have to have a change. We are, I think it's Frito from Idiocracy, just slurping the... Just slurping the... Uh, just the sauce. 
the sludge, watching Al my balls, just knock at his door. Not now, baiting. That's that's what most of this country is. It, we're gonna get to the bottom of the Biden crime family. We have some more fire clips. No, in fact, Speaker Johnson says we don't. There's there's no point in it. That, 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 oh crap! No, no, no need to do an impeachment. Oh no, we suck again. Yeah. Uh, well. Not sucking again, we just suck, period. I, again, we are quickly approaching a time where talking about politics in mass at the federal level is just a fool's errand. Correct. I'm sorry. We're going to stick around because we all talk too much, particularly me, and there's still plenty of buy seller holds left to go and do that in our overtime for Blaze TV subscribers. For the rest of you, we'll see you tomorrow, noon to 2 Eastern, right after Glenn Beck, right here on Blaze TV. Until then, John 317. This is Steve Dace on the Blaze Radio Network.